Why hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we try a new brew and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. Day 266, we are at the very end of Tea Week, which means today we are doing a store-bought can or bottle. Again, you know that with Tea Week, I kind of branch away from the brew kind of uh, memo. Today is no different. But we're also going to be looking at some scriptures today, so let's make sure we get those out first. And uh, hey, if you are tuning in and you're relatively new, I really want to encourage you to go back to the beginning because it is a whole year journey we want to take you on. doesn't matter when you start, it just matters that you finish. Okay, so today we're going to be reading Psalm 110 in its entirety, Ephesians chapter 2 in its entirety, and Isaiah's chapter, chapters 55, 56, and 57 all the way through to verse 13. So those are our scriptures today. And today our brew is not so much of a brew. It's also not so much a store-bought can or bottle. In fact, it's a store-bought carton. Although I just, I was in the supermarket today and I could have bought myself an iced tea or I could have bought myself something different. But I just thought, you know what? I'm gonna try a coconut water. Now, you're gonna really judge me for this because I don't think I have had much coconut water in my entire life. I've cooked with coconut milk. I may have had a little bit of coconut water, you know, back in the day, but I honestly, for the life of me, can't remember what it tastes like. I've had the milk that comes out of a real coconut, lovely. Um, but this here is UFC Refresh Coconut Water. It helps with electrolyte and water balance. And it's in a carton today. So I thought, why not just break the whole mold? I'm opening it up, I'm gonna pour it into my glass. Oh, whoa, it's just like watercolor. Oh no, okay. So when I pour it out, it looks like it's just water. But then when I look at it in the jug, it looks like really dirty water. So I'm hoping it doesn't taste like it looks. Um, it is a little bit concerning looking. But let's try some coconut water. Apparently it's gonna keep me very hydrated. I'm very excited about that. Cheers, let's have some coconut water. Let me tell you how it goes. Oh, smells very coconutty. Oh, I like that. I really like that. Do you know what it is? I thought it was gonna be stronger. The smell was so strong. Do you know what that was like? That was like a tea. A strong smell and a lovely subtle taste. I mean, it's definitely coconutty, so if you don't like the flavor of coconut, don't have coconut water. But I like that. I'm gonna have another drip, sip. Another drip? I meant to say drink. Drink, sip. I'm gonna have another sip, drink. Mmm. 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 Oh, and I feel so hydrated. How fabulous. All right, enough of the brew. Let's get into the Bible. The last one for Tea Week and the reason that you're here. When Jesus came into your life, everything changed. For some, it may not have felt like it. For me, it didn't feel like it. I was four years old. I don't remember my life being majorly impacted at the moment of my salvation. However, my spiritual situation changed dramatically. My future life course shifted. I was immediately given access to so much more on earth and in heaven than I had ever had before. Today, we're going to look through some scriptures and see some of the specifics of what a relationship with God brings us, what salvation opens up for us. In our Psalms today, we're reminded that we are under the greatest authority. This Psalm is about Jesus. In fact, it's the most commonly quoted Psalm by Jesus in the whole Bible. So it's one of those ones you want to take notice of. 
These two lines of prophecy about Jesus are key. First of all, he's the king of kings, we read in verse 5. The Lord is at your right hand. He will crush kings on the day of his wrath. And in verse 4, we know that he is a great high priest. The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Now, neither Jesus nor Melchizedek were Levites, which means they weren't priests because of a birthright. They were priests because of the power of their indestructible lives. And if you really want to get into that, if you want to dig deep, we don't have time today, but you can read more about that in Hebrews 7. I'm so fascinated by Melchizedek and I can't wait to meet him in heaven and figure out where the heck he came from and who the heck he was. But what we do know is that he and Jesus were priests because of the power that they carried. Old Testament priests were temporary, but Jesus, our great high priest, is eternal. So he is the king of kings and a great high priest. Now we're reminded as we open up Ephesians today that we can know peace and reconciliation because of Jesus. Paul describes life without Christ in these terms, life without Christ. So the the BC life, you were dead in your transgression and sins, following the ways of the world, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. We were objects of wrath, separate from Christ, outsiders to God's ways, foreigners to the covenant of the promise. We were without hope, without God in the world, far away, separated by the dividing wall of hostility, strangers, outsiders. That was our BC life. Whether we felt that way or not, that was our spiritual situation. Now then Paul describes the difference that Jesus makes in the following contrasting terms. You are raised up with Christ, seated with him in the heavenly realms, God's masterpiece, created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared prepared in advance for you to do. You are brought near through the blood of Christ, reconciled to God through the cross, fellow citizens with God's people, members of God's household, a dwelling in which God lives by the Spirit. Man, the contrast between your BC life and your AD life are so massive. The peace and reconciliation you received at salvation was immeasurable and still is, all because of Jesus. In our scripture in Ephesians today, Paul commands us to remember It's so easy in life to forget what Jesus has truly done for you, what he has truly given you because of salvation. And as you read the scripture today, I want to challenge you. Take some time to meditate on God's goodness and on what he has done for you. Maybe write some down. Thank him for what he's done. Finally today, we're reminded that through Jesus, we receive purpose and meaning. I love this quote from Nikki Gumbel. The Bible is one long invitation to come to God. It starts with God's call to Adam, full of love and anguish. Where are you? Genesis 3 verse 9. It ends with the invitation from the spirit and the bride who say, come. In Revelation 22 verse 17. Where are you? In Genesis. Come. In Revelation. Jesus offered many invitations. And in our scripture in Isaiah today, he offers more. Verse 1, come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters and you, ha- you who have no money, come buy and eat, come buy mi- wine and milk without money and without costs. Here are three reasons you should answer the call of God and respond to every invitation. We read them in our scripture today. It is only Jesus who can satisfy the hunger in your heart. 
Without Jesus, we're thirsty. We hunger for something that our works cannot satisfy. His invitation at the start of the scripture I read before reminds us that it's only him who can satisfy us. Secondly, don't turn down his invite because he is the life transformer. Verse 12, you will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst forth into song before you and all the trees of the fields will clap your hands. The prophet is speaking to an exiled Israel in Babylon here, declaring their freedom and joy and peace. Man, what a beautiful thing to have heard for an exiled people. But it's also a spiritual prophecy for us. We go forth in our lives, out from the presence of God, forth with joy and peace into our future that he has called us to. And finally, Jesus has a purpose for your life. Verses four to five says, See, I have made him a witness to the people, a ruler and commander of the peoples. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations you do not know will come running to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. The blessings of Jesus were never available to us so we could enjoy them selfishly but so that we'd also have the joy of sharing them with others who need to hear about the goodness of God. Never turn down an invitation from Jesus. There is so much for you at the other end of it. Okay, time for verse of the day. Again, it's two verses today, but it's really, really good. Ephesians chapter two, verses four to five. Because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive in Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace that you have been saved. It's a great reminder today that while you're amazing, there's nothing you can do to gain salvation, gain approval, or gain more love from Jesus. It's a gift, it's grace, and it's lavished upon us, even when we're undeserving. I love that today. All right, that's it today for The Daily Brew, and that's it for this month's Week. I am so grateful that you had me back. In fact, look, let's be honest, you didn't have a choice. I'm so grateful that Harry had me back. Thank you so much. And thank you for sticking with us through Tea Week. I promise you there's going to be some coffee goodness and some Harry goodness tomorrow. You're going to absolutely love it as we keep digging into God's Word. Keep persevering. Keep doing this thing. You are on the home stretch. And you're going to be able to say, man, I read through the whole Bible. And not only that, you're going to have gained so much from reading God's word and being disciplined, being focused in everything that you do as you approach this Bible plan. So if it's the start of your day, have a great day. And if it's the end of your day, good night, sleep tight. And Harry is going to see you back here tomorrow for day 267 of the Daily Brew.